Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Welcome to Miracle Internet Church. A special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. I'm Pastor Sabrina. You're here. God's here. The saints are here in fellowship. And in the spirit, praise the Lord. We're ready for church. Amen. And for those of you who do not know, we are a Christian, non-denominational, Protestant, International ministry founded in the love of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. I want to thank the Lord for everything he's done for us. I want to thank him for everything he's been teaching us and the strength that he's been enduing us with. I want to thank him for every blessing and every challenge that has come our way. That's right. Every challenge. Challenge? We're going to thank him? Yes, we are. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning us. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise God. We want to thank the Lord for every experience he has allowed in our lives. If the Lord has allowed a gang to come near you and to hold a conversation with you, you have an excellent opportunity to witness for Jesus Christ. Amen? Praise God. Amen. That's right. If a gang member has come anywhere near you, you have an excellent opportunity to witness. Yes, that's right. Everybody needs to be saved. Everybody needs to be saved. You know, a lot of people just need somebody to open their mouth and share the love of Jesus with them. That's right. Everybody, everybody needs somebody to tell them that Jesus loves them. Everybody, even saints need that. Praise the Lord. So, and such were some of you, but now, that's right. You know, saints get all saved and washed in the blood, and they forget who they used to be and the kinds of things they used to do and the kind of people they used to hang out with. In fact, their minds get so sanitized, they think that they no longer have anything to do with those people. But that's not the truth. The reason you got pulled out is so you could witness to them when you run into them. Amen. Praise God. That's right. God had mercy on you 
surely you have compassion for them. Praise the name of Jesus. Yes, I suppose she does qualify. You see, you should uh, you should pray for her regularly. You should bind up that, that hate in her heart, that bitterness, that hurt, that offense. That's right. Why do you think God allowed her to run across your path for you to make a difference? Amen? That's why we're here. We're here to make a difference in the earth. We don't do adjudications because we don't have anything else to talk about. We do them because we're making a difference in the world. We're changing history through prayer and fasting. Hello? Jesus did it that way. We are changing history, prayer and fasting. Our efforts are not in vain. We are doing the will of God. At least most of us are. Praise God. We still have those members who uh, we're waiting on them to catch up. They haven't quite got the vision yet. Amen? Amen. Yes, we are making a difference in the world while we are here, as we are growing, as we are changing, as we're becoming more like Jesus. We are here to make a change and a difference in the world that we live in. We have Jesus. We have the Father. We have the Holy Spirit. We've got angels. We've got the word. we got what we need to do what we need to do. We need to get on with doing it. We don't have an excuse for getting lazy or going backward. Or, I really don't want to do that. No, you don't have room for that. Jesus gave his life for you. He became sin for you. You owe him everything. You absolutely, positively, completely owe him everything. You have no room to sit on your rusty, dusty, blessed assurance going, well, I don't think I want to, I don't think I want to say God bless you to them. Well, you will. Because the Bible says if you don't love your brother, what's up with you? What kind of love is it that you have that you can't say to somebody, no matter how ugly they act, God bless you? They give you a finger, you say God bless you. How about it? How about it? How hard is it to say to someone, God bless you? How hard is it to say, Jesus loves you? How hard is it to say, I hope you get to know Jesus Christ better? How hard is that? Amen? How hard is it somebody know 
that God actually cares for them. You know that. You don't have to memorize five scriptures to know that. So now why is it so difficult to share it? Selfishness is supposed to have been crucified on Calvary. You ought to be out of being stingy. Come on. People are dying and going to hell because Christians are so self-centered, self-directed, self-willed, and self-everything else, walking in the flesh, that it's difficult for God to use them. Come on now. We have to give an account when we stand before him for all the people we ignore. So you saw this boy in school, and he's right making demonic uh, uh, sketches. Well, do you pray for his soul every day? Do you? Or is that something you forgot? Do you pray for them every day? All those people that you know you you said a few words to, do you ever get call on the name of Jesus for them? Come on. That's what you're supposed to do. You're driving down the road and you see somebody that it's just like, Lord, they need you so bad. Do you ask Jesus to save them right there at the moment before you forget? Do you? You know how to pray. You've been taught and trained how to pray. You know how. You you don't need to push a button. You need to open your mouth to the Lord. Right then, right there, on the spot, no delay. Amen? That's what we're here to do. We have not spent all these years training you for you to pretend that you haven't been trained. You have more to give an account for than other people because a lot of people have never received this level of training ever. But you've got it. And since you have it, you're supposed to do something with it. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. It's supposed to be active. God's supposed to be able to depend on you. He's not supposed to every single time have to tell you, okay, speak to that one. You're supposed to be up, running, and ready. Amen? You're supposed to be ready and rolling. You're supposed to have a something to say. You've, I mean, you you spent two minutes in the shower with him. I pumped you full of scriptures. You fasted. You read some of your Bible. Come on, you're ready to roll. Let's go. The love of God lives in you. Amen. Amen. If you keep your lips glued together and you don't release what you ought to say, then you contributed into whatever is not right.
some people are here to offend you. Why? So that you will pray for them. They are here to offend you so that you, they're offending you, should be the bell that goes off and says, oh, that's another one I'm supposed to pray for. It's that one. That's it. That's what we're here for. That's what we do. They're nasty to you. Pray for them. That's one of the ones you're scheduled to pray for. They come to your house to fix something. They don't know Jesus. Okay, that's another one you need to pray for. That's right. You see, when you pray, God listens and he answers. The Holy Spirit picks up with what you say. I would hate to think that your angels go around with you every day and you never, in the course of the day, when you see somebody, pray for them so the angels get busy with that. Come on now. You've got enough training to witness to almost anybody. If I could witness in a federal correctional institution meeting murderers and thieves and rapists face-to-face, you can do it to regular people. Come on now. People are people no matter where they are in life at this moment. And that's the truth. People are people. Everybody needs the love of Jesus. No matter how strange they're dressed or how many tattoos they have going across their face, people need the love of God. And it's those that have the love of God that are supposed to be sharing the love of God. That's right. You know, sometimes we get so busy then we forget what we're supposed to be doing. Amen. Some of us have forgotten where we used to be or where we could have been, and God saved us so we didn't get there. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners, shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. You know, if you hadn't gotten saved when you did, who would you be now? Who would you be now? What would you be doing? What would your life look like? Would you even be alive? 
Would you even be alive? That's a good question. If God hadn't saved you when he did, would you be alive? Well, then every day, that blessing that came to you, you need to share it with someone else. You know, sometimes you don't even have to say anything. You can just smile. You can just smile. Sometimes you don't even need to say anything. Sometimes you can just smile. Everybody needs Jesus. There isn't anybody. Even Satanists need Jesus. Everybody needs Jesus. We need Jesus. They need Jesus. Okay, you've got some Jesus to share. Amen? Amen. If we could ever get our minds off of ourselves. Hallelujah for the day we do. If we could ever get our minds off of ourselves and our own agendas and our own issues and our own problems, and our own, and our own, and our own, and our own, and our own. So on Jesus and his kingdom, we would be far more effective for him. Amen. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. And I pray that you remember this. God is good. God is good. They need some good. It's rough out there. Everybody needs a a cheerful word. You've got all kinds of cheerful scriptures in you. You don't have to sound religious like you came out of a textbook. You can just open your mouth and share the love of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You know how to do that. When you used to go clubbing, you knew what to do then, and nobody had to give you a Bible for you to read it. Amen. So you know how to do this. You are fully prepared to share the love of Jesus with anybody, no matter how grumpy they are. And maybe if you share the love of Jesus, your grumpy will get up and leave. Amen? You feel grumpy, go make somebody else feel better. You'll get over yourself real fast. Amen? Amen. Your neighbors get on your nerves. Pray for them to come to meet Jesus. Pray for them to have an experience with the Lord. That's right. You know they're full of devils. Pray for them to have an experience with Jesus Christ. And thank the Lord for it. Oh, I want to move out of this neighborhood. No. You want to be the change agent for that neighborhood. You want to pray in the change. You got a neighborhood full of witches? Pray for all of them to meet Jesus. You got a neighborhood 
full of heathens, pray for them to have an encounter with Jesus Christ. Your neighbors don't want to mow their grass. Ask Jesus how he wants you to handle it. Amen? can go a long way, and you've got plenty. Love can go a long way, and you've got plenty. Try. Try using some of it. Yes, oh, oh, take the tap off now and, and pour it over and, and let the love flow out of you because it's in you. The Holy Spirit's in you. Pour the love out. Amen? This isn't hard. This is easy. You just have to be determined to do it. Amen? Praise the Lord. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for every opportunity that we have to share the love of Jesus Christ with anyone. We thank you, Lord, for helping us to be more aware of these opportunities every single day. Each day that we will become more and more aware of our witness to others, that all we have to do is say, Lord, I'm willing to be used, and he will. Amen? Selfishness is not of God. Because Jesus didn't do it that way. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Well, the truth is, we're going to stand before Jesus, and there are going to be some people in hell that we probably passed on the way in the grocery store, and we never paid them a mind. So come on, we can do better. There's more obedience that we can walk in. Let's walk in at church. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your truth, which makes us truly and completely free. As your servant, we will walk in the amazing spiritual freedom and the glorious liberty you give to your children. And we will stand fast in the liberty which Christ has given to us. And we will never again be entangled with any yoke of bondage. We won't be in bondage to ourselves. Where your spirit is, Lord, there is liberty. And because this is true, we determine to walk in the spirit each step of the way. As we walk in the spirit, the lust of our flesh will not be fulfilled, and you will lead us. Thank you, Lord God, for calling us to freedom. We will use our wonderful spiritual freedom to serve others through love. Your powerful word is the law of liberty in our lives. Lord, And we will continue to walk in your word and in the perfect liberty which your word gives to us. With your help, 
We will be doers of your words, Heavenly Father, and not just the hearers. The power of your gospel and the spirit of life in Christ Jesus have set us free from the law of sin and death. Thank you, Lord. We're free indeed of all sin, guilt, and fear. Ah, thank you, Father. Heavenly Father, you have given us total spiritual freedom. Whereas once we were bruised and scarred by sin, now we are free. We are enjoying your healing and deliverance in every area of our lives. Your spirit is upon us, and you have graced us to proclaim your gospel, to heal the brokenhearted, to minister your deliverance, and to give sight to the blind. Through the power of your spirit, Lord, we will be able to lead others into freedom. Thank you for full spiritual freedom, our Lord, our Savior, and our God. And everybody said amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we're grateful that you saved us. But we're going to use some of this gratitude and put it to action. We're going to demonstrate our gratitude by reaching out to others. It may be a small thing, but it's an important thing in the kingdom of God. We want to thank you for every opportunity. We want to thank you for bringing our attention to other opportunities. We want to thank you for bringing people across our path, even not-so-nice people so that we will pray for you to save their souls. This is the end-time revival on the move, and we will be participants in it, Lord. We will not sit in the dugout waiting to see when the game starts. The game started way back when you said, let there be light. We're ready to do our part, and we will not fail in Jesus' name. Let everybody say amen. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank, shake yourself. Shake yourself. It can't, be, it can't be about us all the time. It just can't be. There are too many people in the world for it to be about us all the time. Amen. For God so loved the world. That's what he said. You know what everlasting life is. Share it. Amen? Share it. You used to be blind and now you can see. Share it. Amen? Praise the Lord. You already know how to bind a demon. So come on. Come on, you can you can do this thing. You can do this. And now is that appointed time. You're here on earth. You got blood in your vessel. You've got life. You've got liberty. The word, okay, it's time to get rolling. It's time. 
it's time to praise the Lord by living it before people. Let your light so shine before men, the scriptures say. Amen. Praise the Lord. So what's holding us back? Is it fear or is it foolishness? What's holding us back? Is it fear or is it foolishness? We're here to serve the Lord. We're here to act like Jesus acted. We're here to share the love of God with people in the bakery. That's right, at the gas station, at the post office. That's what we're supposed to do. God made an awful lot of ordinary people. Why? Because that's what he likes, ordinary people. He makes them all the time. They just keep coming from everywhere. Amen? Come on now. Open your mouth. Say something good. God bless you. Three words. You can handle it. I have firm faith in God and in all that we've taught you that you can say God bless you. Amen? Amen, saints. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for the armor of God that we can wear when we're going through the drive through Armor that we can wear as we're going to the mailbox. Armor that we can wear while we're working out in the gym. Armor that we can wear while we're doing our walk or our jogging. Armor that we can wear when we're out mowing the lawn. Armor that we can wear in the hardware store. Armor that we can wear on the way to the post office. Armor that we can wear everywhere. Thank you, Lord. And the armor doesn't fail. Surrounded by witches, the armor does not fail. Surrounded by demons, the armor doesn't fail. Because he that lives within us has overcome the world. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world to overcome. So feel free to step right over yourself and say, God bless you to somebody. Amen? They might faint, but it's okay. Praise the Lord. You know, you're in the grocery store and the firemen come in, you can walk up to them and thank them for the job they do for the community. Gratitude is the attitude that God blesses. Amen. 
Praise the Lord. You can help that lady that's in the little hub around trying to reach for her groceries. You can help. Amen. Amen. You can help. It's the little things. You don't need a pulpit. Carry it with you. It's inside. You carry it with you. It's inside you. Just open your mouth and bless with your mouth the blessing that's in you. Let the blessing come out. Just like you pray in tongues, you can speak to somebody that's nasty as the dickens and say, God bless you, and smile. I know you can do it. I know that you can do it. But you must remember to do it and then do it. You can do that. Some of you have tracks, and you they're in your house somewhere. They're underneath about 10 other things somewhere over there. You need to pull them out and say, hey, I need to, I need to put you in the car because you need to be with me. I didn't pray first which track to give them. Holy Spirit, put my hands on the right track, please, sir. Bam. Hand in, hand in the little container, hand it to them. God bless you. There you go. How hard can it be? This isn't hard. You just got to have a made-up mind to serve the Lord. You just got to have a made-up mind to serve the Lord. I remember one day my mailman was going down the street, and I wanted to bless him, but I couldn't. Then I remembered I had some Bibles that I had bought, a case of Bibles in the garage. I ran out there, and I got one and, and, and dusted it off a little bit and said, here, I have a gift for you. And I handed him the Bible. He was shocked, but he surely said thank you. And something tells me that's the only Bible that man's ever had. Come on. You can do this. You can do this. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Yes, you can. It's time for you to do it. Amen. Amen. I'm I'm just going to keep telling you, yes, you can. Amen. Because the Bible says in Philippians that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. you got to be kidding, Carolyn. Have a discussion with Jesus about that package because it did not evaporate. Lord, we're going to try this one more time, okay? Maybe the person that stole it needed it. We're just we're just going to chalk that one up. We're going to try this again, Carolyn, okay? All right. We're going to try this one more time. So, Lord, we want to thank you for opening up opportunities for us to say God bless you to someone, someone that needs that. Because when we release that word, you're going to bless them. Amen?
We're going to release these words, these holy words out of holy people. We're going to release God bless you. Jesus loves you. God's just waiting for you to come to him. Jesus will heal you if you'll trust him. You can say these things. Jesus died just so he could heal you. He's waiting for you to trust him. You can say that. Amen. You have words of life flowing inside of you. Take the cap off the well and let it flow. People need it. They're dying and perishing without it. Don't deprive them of what they need. Yes, you can do that at the drive-thru, at, at, the, at the burger place. Care if he looks like a male and he's got three-inch pink fingernails like I got the other day. You can do this. Yes, I did pray for him. That's right. Wrist and all, I prayed for him. You can break the power of the devil off of people's lives. You know how to bind the devil. Come on, church. And God's looking for you to act like you've got the training you've got. You don't have to take them all the way through everything we take. No, just make it short, simple, to the point. God bless you. Hallelujah. I believe Jesus is going to save your soul. Bam, just like that. Hello. You've got what it takes. Now do something with it. It's time to do something with what you have. You don't have to get into a long discussion. It takes a couple of seconds. You know just a couple of words from God has changed your life. It needs to change somebody else's life too. Amen? All right. So when you wake up, your your job description isn't to t- give Jesus the litany of all your problems for the 50th time. No, Lord, bless me, grace me to be a blessing when I walk out the door. Let me be a blessing to someone on the other side of the door. Amen? Amen. So, since now we know what we're supposed to wake up and do, let's get it done. Let's get let's get her done. Okay? Let's get it done. We know what we're supposed to be doing. We just allow ourselves to get bogged down in our in our own lives. Well, step right over you and continue on with Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. Yes, we do. 
We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. This is one of the ways you take territory from him. You speak about Jesus to people. Ah, yes, that's right. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their wicked powers. We close and seal, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to a strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, listeners, reporters, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, all electronic, digital, technology demons and their attacks, Leviathan spirits and their attacks, Kundalini and brainwashing spirits and their attacks, Water, marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, sorcery devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust spirits and their attacks, all seducing, womanizing, and drone spirits, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, and all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer, and their attacks, all hypnotic trance devils and their attacks, mystic rituals and their intent, targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, the work of every druid. Hallelujah. Binding all microwave frequency weapons, 5G, and its components, everything coming off from outer space, from the satellites, from the cell towers, and through our devices. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We overturn and all EMFs in Jesus' name. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, false microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, Brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo binding, directed energy, microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. Electromagnetic attacks, smart technology, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. Thank you, Jesus. We bind Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Japanese, Korean, Ruga, Resila, Radio Sur, Rigisa, Tarabrisca, Kuruku, Rela, Radio Sunda, Rike, Deridula, Laya, Karugo, Re, Rike, Derabrosa, Radio Sula, Laya, Kargisa, Tarabrike, Kunda, Rigesa, Laya, Sur, Riki, Rike, Derabrosa, Radio Sula, Laya, Kutarabrisa, Ki. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift Haiti before you and all the violence and uh, the unrest that's going on there. 
We take authority, dominion, and power over the demons that are agitating it in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind them. We send them into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment immediately. We give you praise, glory, and all. We bind the principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places over the Dominican Republic and Haiti. Father, we plead the merits of the shed blood of Jesus over every born-again Christian there. And we ask that you protect their lives and guard their lives. Those that you are bringing out of the country for their own safety, we thank you. Those that are being left behind, we thank you. We thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you have your people and your angels stationed. I ask you to release. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I bind the kidnapping demons in Jesus' name. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Binding every form of witchcraft. Canceling every blood sacrifice. All ineffectiveness of government. Leaving the people as a prey to the enemy. to go to school 
We've got a lot of missions units there that minister to people in Haiti. But things have turned violent. So we're asking the Lord to intervene. We're asking the righteous judge for his judgment. We're asking for the power of God to be released so that peace can be restored and people's lives can be saved in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We bind all Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic in Jesus' name. We bind all Morgellons attacks. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind global cabals. We bind every coven of witches, warlocks, sorcerers, diviners, pagans, liars, shamans in Jesus' name. We break the power of Satan's influence there in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. There's uh, all kinds of um, wickedness going on there now. But we bind it in the name of Jesus. We bind on on Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind our free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits, which take animal forms, our shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect. We bind all satanic ritual abuse devils and satanic worship, witchcraft, dedication, and all rituals done on the phase of the moon. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the inner transference of evil spirits. We bind spirits of infirmity, the planting, the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the growth, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind you. Amen. We bind uh, the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents, and we bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, monitor, track, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons against upon us in Jesus' name. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food, lust, addictions, and gluttony. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowback, all vengeance, all blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projections, 
sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the website in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Returning to sender all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, juju, and such, hexes, vexes, and so on. All Nigerian and other tribal witchcraft return. All Chaldean witchcraft. All Spanish witchcraft. Any culture witchcraft, tribal witchcraft, in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, there are many Haitian American churches that are uh, uh, have the facade of being Christians, but they are still practicing a cultural occult activities. They're still practicing that as a part of their culture. We call for the judgment of the righteous judge upon that situation in all of those places in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We give you the praise. We are breaking and destroying our social, emotional, emotional and psychological ties with food, drink that are displeasing to Jesus Christ. We're binding superficial religious acts in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We're binding all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, make-believe fantasy, fables, enchantments, la-la land, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressor and the spirit and the children of disobedience. We're binding martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies, and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversion, uh, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, <coughs> excuse me, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. Thank you, Lord. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings. We chain him with eternal chains under darkness. We break the death roll. We cut off the heads in the name of Jesus and descale your armor. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, idle mind, unfocused mind, rioting abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal. All false deities, Isis, On, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Kali, Apollyon, Zeus, Neptune, Python, Molech, Basilic, Mammon, Aphomet, and 72, and we chain you with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots. Psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, 
tumors, designs, signals, in the middle of, a, of the night, sexual attack. Incubus and succubus, you are bound in the name of Jesus. Incubus and succubus, you are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Molesting demons, you are bound in the name of Jesus. We turn your attacks back on you in the name of Jesus. We turn your attacks back on you in the name of Jesus. We turn your attacks back on you in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we sever all connections with anyone that's in the occult. Witchcraft. Freemasonry. Or any form of idolatry in the name of Jesus. And we loose ourselves from them in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, and ceremony, and pledge, and pact. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the crafts, the worship, the grips, Freemasonry, and the work of the associated organizations in Jesus' name. We bind the rituals of every secret society in the name of Jesus. We break your powers. We break your manipulations in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind insanity, pride, the work of errors, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled. And we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves. Father, we repent of and we ask you to forgive us for every time that we have missed an opportunity to witness on behalf of Jesus Christ and his kingdom. We ask you to bring us to attention, Lord, so that we will work to all pleasing, that we will work to please you while we're here on the earth in Jesus' name. Amen. Give us the right attitude, Lord, and the words to say if words are necessary in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. Amen. And when, the, when, when scary-looking people approach you, we should remember this, that we have been given power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. 
Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we have come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise your name. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are being continually persecuted in Jesus' name. And those that were left behind in Afghanistan or some other place in the name of Jesus. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We disconnect ourselves from every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us in the name of Jesus. Even demons that come in the house with our family members that do not practice spiritual warfare ever. We disconnect our homes and our family members from such spirits and entities and beings in the name of Jesus Christ. And we loose ourselves from them. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus and our mode of transportation. We take authority, dominion, and power over any interference on the road, Father. And we thank you for protecting us and protecting others in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, we cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all of the demons to come onto our property through the air, on the ground, or beneath the ground, or if we have water on our property, in the water. We bind all the demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams. We command them to stay away. We bind all poisons they fed us in our dreams. We command them to come up and out of us now in the name of Jesus Christ and go back where you came from. In the holy name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us, Father, with your glory in the midst. We thank you for warring, linking angels. We thank you for melting the shields of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We give you the praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We pull out all the fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo. We break off and cut ourselves free from all garlands in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Yes, amen. We destroy ungodly silver coins and ley lines and sever from ourselves ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We destroy, in the name of Jesus Christ, walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, diviners, pagans, and wicked persons in the name of Jesus Christ. We break the power 
of the charms, the love spells, the vexes, hexes, curses, fetishes, psychic prayers and thoughts, charms, sorcery, voodoo, magic, mind control, potions, death, sickness, torment, pain, psychic warfare, psychic prayer, incantations, chanting, incense and candle burning, tribal rituals and sins. Eruko, ungodly blessing, hoodoo, and anything else sent by the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We send back spirits of hatred, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery. Spirits of witchcraft, we send you back in the name of Jesus. Spirits of witchcraft, we send you back where you came from in the name of Jesus. Spirits of witchcraft, we send you back. We send you back where you came from according to the covenant in Jesus' name. Powers being worked against us while we're on the air. We send you back in the name of Jesus. We raise the shield of faith, and we send you back now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We want to thank you, Lord. We bind spirits of bondage, spirits of heaviness, spirits of fear, and spirits of hate in Jesus' name. And we release the freedom that Jesus Christ died to give us. We receive it now, Lord, in your holy name. Thank you. And everybody said amen. Everybody said amen. Praise the Lord. Now, Father, we particularly lift up to you the members of our congregation that are under constant attack from witches, warlocks, wizards, and such in the name of Jesus. We appeal to the righteous judge, and we ask for his full adjudications in every situation in the name of Jesus. Where wisdom is needed, Father, we ask that you release the wisdom to those who need it. Where more faith is needed, Father, we ask that you increase our faith. And, Father, we place those individuals that have come to attack us into your hands. We come into agreement with your judgment. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. In the name of Jesus. There are those in our neighborhoods, Lord, that are working powers against us. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Well, our featured proverb for tonight is Proverbs 2, Proverbs chapter 2. And our verse for meditation comes from Deuteronomy chapter 5, verses 1 through 10. Praise the name of Jesus. Our featured ebook is Spirit of Mammon, Marine Demon, in Jesus' name. Spirit of Mammon, Marine Demons, and the link is in the chat room. So tonight, we're going to talk about get moving. That's right, get moving. That's what God says. Get moving. Amen. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, power, and of love, and of a sound mind. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Saints, in many ways, God's army today is like the children of Israel were when they came out of Egypt. After they were delivered, what was the first event that they were faced with? Ah. That's right. After they were delivered, after they left Egypt, what was the first event that they were faced with? I'll give you the answer. The army of Egypt behind them and the Red Sea before them. That's it. Granted, this was a serious challenge. And the only response that they had practiced was complaining. Think about that. Yes, admittedly, this was a very serious challenge. And the only response that they ritualistically practiced was complaining. Mm-hmm. So, upon facing the Red Sea, what was their reaction? You watched the Ten Commandments enough times to know. You know the answer. They were paralyzed with fear. Ah. Amen. They were paralyzed with fear. Fear literally overtook their mind as they turned against Moses, whining. Whining. Well, let's look at Exodus chapter 14. Exodus chapter 14. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Exodus chapter 14. And I'm going to start with verse 10. And, well, maybe I won't. 
Okay. I think I'll go back a little bit further than that. I'm still in Exodus chapter 14. I haven't gone back that far. And I'm going to start with verse 5. Exodus chapter 14, verse 5. And it was told, king of Egypt, that the people fled. And the heart of Pharaoh and of his servants was turned against the people. And they said, why have we done this, that we have let Israel go from serving us? And he made ready his chariot and took his people with him. He took 600 chosen chariots and all the chariots of Egypt and captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued after the children of Israel. And the children of Israel went out with a high hand. But the Egyptians pursued after them all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army and overtook them in camping by the sea. All right. Let's go on to verse 10. And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were so afraid. They were so afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord, and they said unto Moses, There were no graves in Egypt. Hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Now, these people were working them to death, literally. And they get out there, and in fear, in panic, they just say any old thing. Mm. I hope you don't do that. Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians, for it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. Verse 13, And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not. Fear ye not. Fear ye not. And Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. Hmm. Well, that was interesting. So, saints, is that your response to a challenge? Is it? Do you act the way the Israelites did? Be truthful. Whining is a verbal temper tantrum. Whining is a verbal temper tantrum. Accompanied by griping, moaning, wailing, whimpering, rooted in childish immaturity, mixed with self-pity. Whining is a verbal temper tantrum. Accompanied by griping, moaning, wailing, whimpering, rooted in childish immaturity. Mixed 
with self-pity. Whining may be tolerated between ages two through six. Hmm. But 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 11 speaks thusly. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 11 speaks this way. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Now, it does not say that Jesus comes and takes the childish things from you. It says, I put away childish things. And God is still waiting on some of us to do exactly that. Some of us are keeping God waiting. He's been patiently waiting. He's been patiently waiting for us to put those things away. And I would encourage us to do just that, to put them away for good. Amen? That is correct. A work of the flesh. At first, Moses desperately tried to encourage them by telling them to hang in there. Just stand still. The Lord will fight for you. But at that point, the Lord himself broke in with a direct command. In Exodus chapter 14, verse 15. Exodus chapter 14, verse 15. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. All right, saints? Forward march. Get moving. These are the same orders that our commander-in-chief is giving us now. He is telling us that it's time to quit whining about our time to get moving. That's right. In our offensive warfare against the devil, it's time out for bellyaching. It's over. It's done. As of four and a half years ago, you and I and the Godhead are going to go after every demon power of fear that is binding your life and destroying your witness for Christ. Yes, you and I and the Godhead are going to go after every demon power of fear that is binding your life and destroying your witness for Christ. Pastor, are you angry? Yes, I 
am angry at Satan for robbing you of Christ's riches in this life and your reward in his kingdom to come. You know, this reminds me of something that my brother did when he was very young. Some bullying boy came up to him at school, if I remember the story correctly, and he demanded something from him. And whatever it was, he just handed it over. He didn't say a word. Well, some of you are pretty much like that. Whatever Satan is coming to steal from you, you just hand it over, and then you stand there and whine. And to tell you the truth, you've been under the word too long to still be responding in this manner. You have been under the word for too long to continue to respond in this manner. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I've had enough of the devil robbing you, and I've had enough of you going along with it. How about that? Yes, I'm angry at Satan for robbing you of Christ's riches in this life on earth and your reward in his kingdom to come. Besides, you ought not to be agreeing with the enemy. I have not taught you that. Where did you get that from? Pastor Pat didn't teach you that. I didn't teach you that. Where did you get that? Uh-huh. Mm. So, Saint, we are going to stop this now. Yes, that's what's going to happen. We're going to stop this now. We are going to rip the mask right off the devil and his tactics, open and without fear. In past messages, we have exposed the enemy's strategies and have provided you with a foundation for conquering the enemy in every aspect of your life. Saints. You are not going to hide. You are not going to remain on the defensive. You are not fighting a war of preservation. Let's see if I can just hold out. No. God's word has already told us why he sent his son to deliver us. And so, if you'll join me in Luke chapter 1, I'll be happy to share it with you. Luke chapter 1, beginning with verse 74. I think I got it right this time. Amen. Praise God. Luke chapter 1. Amen. And...
We're going to begin with verse 74. Luke chapter 1, beginning with verse 74. That he would grant unto us, speaking of Jesus, that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear. Okay, that's where you use your highlighter. And you highlight might serve him without fear. Might serve him without fear. That I might serve him without fear. Repeat after pastor. That I might serve him without fear. In holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. That's it. Amen. I pray that you have heard the Lord's battle cry against fear in your heart. You are now going to come down out of your high tower of head knowledge and move out into the battlefield. It is time for you to descend out of your high tower of head knowledge and move out into the battlefield. All the joy, courage, confidence, peace, vitality, and zeal that Satan has stolen from you through fear will be restored to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So saying, get ready for change. Get ready for change. Get ready for change. Get ready for change. You will not be able to just sit back and listen as you have done in the past without applying the message to your life. This will no longer be allowed. Mm -hmm. It is time to grow up, and to go forward. It is time to grow up and to go forward. It is my prayer that you are lifted to a place where you will believe that God is waiting to bless you abundantly beyond all that you can ask or think. Are you ready? Are you? You're going to have to leave your doubt and your fear and your unbelief behind. You can't take it with you. You can't take it with you. You know, when you're traveling internationally, if they go through your luggage and there's something they don't like, they take it out. 
and it will not proceed with you in your journey. Well, your doubt, your fear, and your unbelief is going to have to be left behind. Ready for what, Pastor? That you will present yourself before God in truth. You see, you have to develop a love for the truth, even if it doesn't make you feel comfortable. Many times it will not. But Jesus is truth. How are you going to spend eternity with truth if you don't love truth? And that you will present yourself before God in truth and with such confidence in his love for you, you will dare to believe that all things are possible concerning you. Because if you can't believe it for yourself, you're not going to believe it for anybody else. Uh Uh-huh. Are you ready? Are you? You say, ready for what? I'll answer. Ready to receive in your heart that God's mercy Never failing. Though you may be failing, he is still full of mercy. I say again to you, are you ready? It is my prayer for Miracle Internet Church that God will most certainly grant Unto you a very rich blessing that you shall forget all your poverty, not restricted to material poverty, and come into a bountiful place of supply till you shall never know any barren thing concerning you. But you shall be brought to his treasures, and he shall cover you with his bountifulness. And you shall know that the God of the Most High reigns. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. And with these words, I bless you, Miracle Internet Church, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Some of you need to recast so you can swallow it again. Amen. Some of you need to recast. 
Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. We're going to go to our guest call-ins in just a second. But I would like for you to make a note that when you go in your prayer closet, that you will pray for Haiti because that violence and that uh, disruption is it's, it's like it's bubbling up from underground and the plague. Amen? And we need God to intervene. And if you have not read the FYIs that I placed in the chat room today, you should take time to do so. Amen? Amen. Area code 574, you're on the air now in Jesus' name. Hello? Hello? Yes? Hi, I'm sorry. I thought I was farther down in the queue. Excuse me. Um, I'd like prayer, please, for my son. Um, he has a lot of mental problems, and uh, I, I've called in years ago for this, and uh, he's just really been bad again lately. And uh, his dog uh, went to the vet today, and they, we found out she might have a cancerous tumor on her face, and he's just. I cannot handle it anymore. And uh, anyway, uh, I just get stressed, really stressed out. And I'm the only one working, and I'm 71 now, and uh, get a little stressed out and uh, depressed. I just, he needs prayer. I'm going to shut up about me. I, you know, I'd like prayer, though, for my gallbladder because it's acting up again. Thank you. All right, I have some questions. Yes, ma'am. What is your son's name? M. Pardon? Sorry, Tim. I'm sorry. The dogs are barking. Timothy. Timothy. Okay. How old is Timothy? Yeah. Thirty-three. He's thirty-three. Yes, ma'am. And his recent bout of depression came about because of the dog. Is that correct? Uh, no, he's he's been in a really big time for a while now, and uh, this just sent him over the edge. He'll scream and swear and call me every name in the book, and and uh, I prayed for him forever. And I, I got I, I can't say that it's my fault. I let things go, and I haven't prayed like I should lately because I've gotten so overwhelmed. And I know, no excuse. I've asked God to forgive me, and I've gotten back up again. All right. And he ha- doesn't good. have a job. He hasn't had a job. He hasn't had a job for six years. I can't get him to go to get a job. He keeps saying he's sick, he's dying, he's got something wrong with him. I can't get him any help because no one's going to give him insurance and uh, or, you know, take care of him. And uh, I, I just needed to talk to somebody because I feel alone. I'm sorry. I I don't know. I don't know what to do with him anymore. I, I've called you many times over the years about this, and it's never gotten any better. Okay. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for an opportunity.
to share the love of God with this mother. Father, her heart is broken. It's not her gallbladder, it's her heart. Her heart is broken. She's poured out everything that she had to give to her son and to no avail. He's still in the same condition and only worse. And he continues to get worse. So, Father, first of all, we plead the merits of the shed blood of Jesus over the brokenness in her heart. Lord, you know her sorrow. You know her depth of pain. You know her weariness. We ask you to heal those things in her in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask you to restore her faith in Jesus' name. We ask you to give to her the refreshing that she so desperately needs. We take authority, dominion, and power over the influence of what she sees in his life over her beliefs. What she sees in his life is challenging the word of God in her heart. And she's reaching out to you, Lord. And we're asking you to release your mercy into her life. Release your mercy toward her. Release your mercy into every aspect of her life, Lord. We remit her backsliding. We forgive her for that in the name of Jesus. And we trust you with her son. Her son is failing, Lord. And only you know the real reason. We ask you, Lord, to move on Tim. The devil has him trapped, but in some ways, Tim has cooperated with the enemy. We ask for your mercy, Father. Your mercies are great. Great is your faithfulness to us. And, Lord, we ask you to make a way for her and her son where there has been no way. He has quit and given up. He's quit. And he feels that all he had in this life was the dog and his mom. And now that the dog appears to be leaving, he can't handle it. So, Lord, we plead the blood of Jesus over his relationship with the dog. And we ask for your comfort to come to him. We ask for him to be comforted. 
because of the loss of his friend. His friend has traveled with him through all kinds of situations in this life. And it may well be time for his friend to exit, but he can't imagine life without his friend. I'm sorry to interrupt. Please don't. Please forgive me. Um, I, I want you to agree with me that she's going to get healed because she's only four years old, and it's only a little thing, growth on her chin, and they're going to take it off. I'm just, I'm not giving up. Father, it's up to you. Place this in your hands. It's up to you. That's your dog. You made it. It's up to you. We have a request, but you made it. Everything that's on this planet, you own it. So we're going to place this situation and Tim and his mother in your hand. And we know that you will do what is best for each party. Whether it's what we want or not, it's what's right. It's what's right. You are righteous and you always do what is right. So we want to thank you, Lord, for your adjudication, your intervention, your mercy, your comforting, your grace. You are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. So we place the dog in your hands, Tim in your hands, and Tim's mom in your hands. We ask you, Lord, to minister to Tim's mom. We ask that you speak to her heart through your scriptures. We ask you to reaffirm her belief in you and your word. We ask you, Lord, to help her to see Jesus instead of the problem. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Father, in Jesus' name. We ask you, Lord, to break through to Tim. We ask you to break through to Tim. Thank you, Father. And we bless the name of Jesus. And everybody said amen. Amen and amen. amen. Thank you. Thank You're you, welcome. Pastor. God bless you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Amen. Area code 250. You're on the air. Hi, Pastor. Hi, Pastor Sabrina. Hi. Um, I've been doing a lot of praying and, you know, um, been getting some deliverance, but I, I think I need some help with the last part because um, the the last spirit that is <clears throat> still still here, it's like really fighting me to go. Like it'll go, but it'll almost be gone. 
and then it'll come back. And I, I think it's maybe my face. I'm not sure. But and, and also I wanted to say that the message that you that you spoke on about you know just being in the earth and not being used and letting your life go by that really really affected me and you know so I've been really stepping up and talking to people about Jesus and you know trying to do my part and um, you know and and I want to be completely free so I can. So I can do that. So I can complete, completely minister for the Lord, like, because I know that's what he wants. And so I'm really working very hard at trying uh, to to do that. And, um, yeah, I don't know if the Lord will let you pray for me, but, um, or if it's time, you know, like I want to wait on the timing of the Lord. I, I don't want to get seven times worse. I, I just want to to do what God wants. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to help our sister to press through. Salmon become more of what we need to eat when they threw going upstream. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between farm-raised and wild. And the most nutritious salmon are wild. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask you to help her to press forward, to press the battle, to keep going, to move forward. We thank you for being constant and bringing discipline where discipline is needed for bringing correction where correction is needed, and for bringing truth to bear where truth is needed. We thank you, Father. For teaching her to fast more under your direction. So we thank you, Lord, for her upstream swim into victory in Jesus' name. We thank you in for Jesus it, Father. Name. Amen. In Jesus God bless name. you. God bless you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Area code 337, you're on the air in Jesus' name. Hello. I'm calling for prayer because when I was a teenager, I did some perverse sexual acts of incest with my older uncle, incest with my younger sister who was very young, and I committed acts of bestiality, and I'm calling for prayer for deliverance that from spirits that entered into my life. <clears throat> Thank you. Okay. Well, how long has that been? I'm 43 now. I was probably 16. I'm having reoccurring dreams with, with things that, like that that I did earlier in my life, and um, I'm more than certain that uh, I need deliverance from, from those spirits, from doing those sexual acts. How long have you been listening to this ministry? Probably three or four years off and on. It's just taken a lot for me to call in and get prayer concerning that. <clears throat> 
Okay, well, there's more to it than calling in to get deliverance. There's calling in to receive the word to get matured in faith. You see, if we attempt to deliver you and you're not at the point that you're ready, you're going to fall backwards. You have to be at the point where you're ready to receive deliverance. And that is not determined by what you think. Okay. You see, because once we call those spirits out, after a period of time, there's going to be uh, a reinforcement from the enemy. He's going to, the scriptures teach this, that the enemy is going to try to come back, not the ones we cast out, other demons. They're going to come try to take that spot. And if you're not able to stand, you're not going to make it. So before we go to casting out things that are this deep in your life, we require that you listen every Wednesday, every Friday, on Sunday for a period of time. You have to get built up on the inside. You see, there's a scripture in the Old Testament that God delivers you a little bit at a time. Why? So the wild animals don't just come and overtake you. You know, you kick all the demons out and you haven't got any strength to stand. That we mind delivering anyone, that is what we do. But we have to be certain that you're ready to receive the deliverance. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, I do. There are a lot of people that have had demons cast out, but they couldn't stand. They went backwards. And we don't want that to happen to you or to anyone. Okay. So are you willing to commit to listening to the broadcast, taking notes, looking up scriptures, recasting the broadcast, participating in the fast, and write, sending me an email about this so I can discuss it with you a little bit further? Are you willing Absolutely. to commit to that? Yes, I All am. All right, well, send me an email at gproom at outlook.com and identify yourself, and I'll respond to you. Okay, I'm certain thank you so you much, Mudan. I'm certain you want to be delivered, and we don't mind doing that. But we have to okay. be sure that you can stand. We don't want you to get deliverance on that level, and then when the enemy comes back to knock you out, you can't stand. All right? Okay. Thank you for your help. I look forward to your email. Okay, thank you. Thank you. God bless. God bless. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you. All right, saints. Let me get a little water here and we're ready to go on. Praise the Lord. As a result 
of the NATO summit in Vilnius, the U.S.-led military bloc promised Ukraine fresh tranches of financial and military aid. So we're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning such. This was despite the fact that by the beginning of the summer, Kiev had already received $185.6 billion from Western countries. Meanwhile, as the spending increases, the number of U.S. and EU citizens who are willing to sacrifice their own comfort for the sake of Kiev appears to be steadily decreasing. One of the reasons for this is corruption in Ukraine, which, despite some lofty promises, seems to be as bad now as it was before the Western-backed 2014 coup, if not worse. The NATO summit, despite Ukraine's hopes, did not bring it a long-awaited time frame for membership. Instead, Western leaders announced new military aid packages for Kiev. According to the French newspapers, French President Emmanuel Macron promised to give Ukraine a substantial number of scout missiles that can hit targets at a distance of 250 kilometers. According to France 24, each cost 850,000 euros. Berlin announced a package amounting to 700 million. Germany plans to supply Ukraine with launchers for the Patriot missile defense system, martyr-type infantry fighting vehicles, UAVs, Leopard 1A5 artillery shells. Hmm. However, for Berlin, this is not even close to a record gift value. On May 21st, the foreign German Foreign Ministry announced the transfer of military aid to Ukraine worth 2.7 billion euros. On July 7th, U.S. Under Secretary of Defense for Policy Colin Kale spoke about a new package of aid from the U.S., which includes cluster munitions, which are banned in 120 countries. The cost was $800 million. That's taxpayer money, you know. This is the 42nd delivery of aid that Ukraine has received from the U.S. in the past year and a half. Since the beginning of Russia's offensive, the U.S. Congress has approved military and economic assistance to Ukraine amounting to over $70 billion. And that's only counting direct expenses. According to July data from the Kiel Institute, which tracks the volume of aid allocated to Ukraine, total direct subvention provided by the U.S. and and its allies in the period from February 24, 2022 to May 34, 2023 toppled 165 billion euros. The rate at which new tranches are allowed allocated increases every month. For example, at the end of April, the total amount of aid was one. 
15 billion euros less than it is now, according to NATO Secretary General Stoltenberg. It was then 150 billion euros. The growing assistance to Ukraine naturally brings up many questions in Western society. In the U.S., for example, the bipartisan consensus formed in March 2022 lasted only until November of the same year. By that point, about a third of Republicans had reconsidered their views and decided that it was not appropriate to support Kiev economically and continue supplying weapons there. According to the latest data from the Brugel think tank from October 2022 to April 2023, support for Ukraine among U.S. citizens dropped even more. Only 60% of Americans who back Democrats and 34% of those who favor Republicans were willing to tolerate inflation for the sake of providing further assistance to Kiev. Last fall, these figures were 74% and 44% respectively. The analysts believe that the volume of U.S. aid to Ukraine will begin to decline during the upcoming election season since President Joe Biden will need to fight for every vote. Following the results of the 2024 election, things may get even worse for Kiev. In the absence of progress on the battlefield, public figures in the U.S. may start calling for a peaceful settlement of the conflict, even on unfavorable terms for Ukraine. In the upcoming election, this may benefit candidates less inclined to support Kiev for as long as it takes. Judging by official comments in the EU, the situation seems even more complicated. Until recently, the adoption of each new aid package was accompanied by long negotiations and stubborn resistance from some EU member states. For example, the Czech finance minister, Sanjura, said in December of last year that the bloc could not fully agree on a new package of 2023 macro financial credit assistance for Ukraine. More recently, the situation also got tense when Polish prime minister, whatever his name is, called on the EU to provide maximum possible assistance to Ukraine and blamed the leadership of Germany and France for their unwillingness to help. Paris and Berlin have not demonstrated serious international moves of support, he said. Just like in the U.S., the number of people in the, EU, in the EU who are willing to sacrifice their comforts for the sake of Ukraine is decreasing. The fact remains that time is not on our side. The longer this conflict lasts, the harder it is to find money. This is indisputable, senior researcher at the Bruegel Analytical Center, Maria Demertzis, said in a recent report. It shows that as the conflict in Ukraine continues, the direct economic cost for Western Europe keeps growing. As a result of the unprecedentedly high and prolonged inflation caused by the war, households throughout the EU have come under pressure, and this may undermine public support for Ukraine. Bruegel compares statistics in Italy, Germany, and France in March 2022 and February 2023. 
In Italy, approval for sanctions on Russia decreased from 80% to 65% over the past year. And the approval of military aid to Ukraine decreased from 57% to 49%. In Germany, 62% of respondents approve of the sanctions compared to last year's 80%. And in France, 67% do so instead of 72%. The number of Germans who support supplying weapons to Ukraine is now 52% compared to last year's 66%. And among the French, that number is 54% compared to 65%. The unfavorable situation for Kiev is aggravated by Ukraine's traditional problem, corruption. A non-governmental organization, the pro-NATO German Marshall Fund of the United States, declared an undesirable organization in Russia, poured ahead of the conference on the restoration of post-war Ukraine, which took place in June. The report stated, countering corruption in Ukraine is as strategically vital today as the policy of containing communism was in the Cold War. The report also noted that Ukraine is waging a two-front war against Russia and against corruption, and striving for the establishment of the rule of law. According to the authors of the report, Ukrainian oligarchs are biding their time until after the war to reassert their influence. Similar words were spoken by a senior official in the office of the U.S. Defense Department Inspector General in an interview with Defense One. His informants in Ukraine admit that they are fighting a two-front battle. They are fighting the Russians, and they are fighting internal corruption. And fighting on one front means pulling resources from the other, he said. He believes that the risk of corruption exists not only within state borders, but that fraud can also occur when concluding contracts in the U.S. Furthermore, the theft of weapons or other aid may happen as it travels to the war zone through Europe. Another official involved in criminal investigations at the Pentagon also told Defense One that his department is concerned about the potential diversion or legal export or theft, for that matter, of the goods. Many American businesses do not trust Ukrainian authorities either and believe that aid is being stolen. According to U.S. Secretary of Commerce, Gina, private businesses doubt that the funds allocated to Ukraine for reconstruction will be safe from, from corruption. The corruption issue is acknowledged in Ukraine as well. This spring, the ex-advisor of the Office of the President of Ukraine said on his YouTube channel that his old boss, Vladimir Zelensky, has not been able to deal with corruption in Ukraine. Ukraine needs only one thing, to have someone come to power who won't steal, someone who won't do it himself and won't allow others to do so. Unfortunately, so far, we haven't been lucky, he said. He added that in order to achieve this, the country should have another leader. The current president, has not managed to cope with corruption. 
though the conflict could have been a good reason to apply extraordinary measures and solve the issue. But as we can see, this did not happen to a full extent, to put it mildly. He's not alone in his opinion. American investigative journalist Seymour Hirsch stated that Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky and his entourage illegally appropriated at least $400 million from funds that were allocated to Kiev for the purchase of diesel fuel. The Ukrainian president and many of his entourage have been skimming untold millions from the American dollars earmarked for diesel fuel payments. One estimate by analysts from the Central Intelligence Agency put the embezzled funds at $400 million last year at least, he wrote. Hirsch added that Ukrainian government ministries literally competed for the opportunity to set up contracts for weapons and ammunition, a scheme that provided kickbacks. Moreover, Hirsch said that CIA Director William Burns was displeased with Zelensky because of possible theft of Western aid, since he was taking a larger share of the skim money than was going to the general. Well, he previously cited information from the Pandora Papers that Zelensky and his team took part in corruption schemes even before he was elected president. According to these documents, Zelensky has been a beneficiary of several foreign firms since 2012, which he managed jointly with his old friends, the channel reported. Zelensky's first assistant, Sergei Shefir, and the former head of the security service of Ukraine, Ivan Bakanov, were among Zelensky's corrupt partners at the time. The channel notes that their companies were used for buying extremely expensive apartments in London. The problem persists despite the fact for many years the U.S. has invested funds to battle corruption in Ukraine. The funds were allocated to the prosecutor general's office, the local media, and other organizations. This was stated by the administrator of the U.S. Agency for International Development, Samantha Power, at a congressional hearing. Despite this, the crimes in Ukraine continue. Some time ago, Ukrainian anti-corruption police arrested the deputy minister of infrastructure on suspicion of receiving a bribe of 367,000 euros for the purchase of generators at an inflated price. And recently, the head of Ukraine's Supreme Court was accused of corruption. Then there was the investigation by a Ukrainian newspaper which reported that Ukraine's Ministry of Defense had concluded contracts for food supplies for frontline troops at a price two to three times higher than normal, an investigation that caused a big scandal. The Pentagon's concerns that weapons supplied to Ukraine may end up on the black market have also been confirmed. Very early in the conflict, Poland, Romania, and other countries on the border were being flooded with weapons that we, the U.S. and allies, were shipping for the war to Ukraine. In other words, commanders of I don't know what level, often it wasn't generals, it was colonels and others who were given shipments of some weapons who would personally resell them to the dark market, Hearst told. Going underground, Hearst host Afshin Rasansi. 
he added that everybody in Ukraine's government is now getting third parties involved, as this increases their chances of earning money on the side. Corruption there is beyond belief. It always has been, and that doesn't change. That's all I was writing about, Hirsch said. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, that money comes from hard-working citizens of all the nation countries that are that are paying for this war. And we're requesting the adjudications of the righteous judge concerning such. In the Ten Commandments, you clearly state, thou shalt not steal. And so, Father, we're asking in the name of Jesus uh, that you support the word of God, that you enforce, thou shalt not steal, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You wrote that with your own body, Lord. With your own finger, you inscribed it. So we thank you for your adjudications and your intervention. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. More and more states in the U.S. are implementing digital ID systems, raising more concerns that these And this is worldwide. It's not just in the U.S. It's everywhere. Raising more concerns that these digital systems could turn into backdoors for government surveillance and erode personal privacy. Well, it already has, to tell you the truth. I mean, really, do you trust Zuckerberg? Do you trust any of them? At least eight states already have state-sponsored apps where people can store their digital IDs. These include the mobile ID app in Arizona, Delaware, Mississippi, and Oklahoma, and the My Colorado app, which provides proof of identification, age, and address anywhere in Colorado. In Louisiana, the LA Wallet serves as a state-sponsored app for storing digital driver's licenses and is considered legal for driving purposes and accepted by state law enforcement in lieu of a physical driver's license. In Maryland, the the Maryland Mobile ID app is a voluntary, secure, digitized version of the state-issued driver's license. Utah also has a state-sponsored digital driver's license app known as Get Mobile. Uh, Utah governor uh, signs bill to launch pilot program for blockchain-based digital ID systems. Most of these digital IDs are limited to drivers, digital driver's licenses, which are basically just digital versions of some person's physical driver's license or ID card that can be stored on a phone app. Excuse me. These apps are designed to work with a state government to set up processing for verifying a person's identity digitally. Several other states and the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico are also working on apps that can hold digital IDs. California and Florida are currently running pilot tests for their California Digital ID Project and Florida Smart ID Program, respect, with the goal of rolling out both apps to the entirety of the state in the near future. Illinois, Texas, and Virginia are also considering proposals for digital versions of state IDs and driver's license. Several other states, Connecticut, Georgia, Hawaii, Iowa, Kentucky, New Jersey, and Ohio, and Puerto Rico are currently working with tech giant Apple 
to develop virtual IDs that will be compatible with the company's Apple Wallet. Customers' identity data is encrypted and protected against tampering and theft. And I've got um, some swampland in the middle of the Mojave Desert, if you're willing to believe that. Biometric authentication using face ID and touch ID ensures that only the person who added the ID to the device can view or present their ID or license in wallet, Apple claims. You know how that works. The states implementing digital ID systems are also claiming they will respect the privacy, privacy, and civil liberties of their citizens. Sure. But even the American Civil Liberties Union, the ACLU, has raised concerns about storing digital licenses on apps. The organization warned that hackers could exploit the adoption of digital driver's licenses. Law enforcement could use the pretext of verifying a person's digital driver's license to search through people's devices. Big tech, as well as state governments, could use the consolidation of large amounts of users and their data to track them without their knowledge or consent. It's easier to trust state actors to respect our privacy when they lack the ability to violate our privacy. Luke Hall. As more states and localities choose to implement digital ID systems, it's up to the citizens to demand that those systems be built in ways that protect civil liberties. The technology exists. All that is left is for it to be implemented. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications in such matters. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning alternate payment mechanisms and mutual trade will be addressed addressed at the ongoing Russia-Africa summit, one of Russia's top bankers said on Thursday, speaking to journalists on the sidelines of the event in St. Petersburg. Andrew Kostin, the CEO of Russia's second largest bank, VTB said that the U.S. dollar has been weaponized, which is why nations will gradually move away from using it in trade. Structural changes are bound to happen. African countries are also acting on this. They have already started to create their own systems of information exchange and settlements in national currencies. This is a promising trend, he said. A share of trade settlements in alternative currencies will continue to increase, he concluded. Russia and its trade partners among the developing nations, such as fellow BRICS member Brazil, China, India, and South Africa, have started to switch to alternative currencies in mutual trade after sanctions effectively cut Moscow off from the Western financial system. A growing number of nations have expressed their support of the trend. President Putin revealed earlier this month that over 80% of transactions between Moscow and its largest trading partner, Beijing, are settled in rubles and YA, no, correction, YUAN. That's their currency. Russia announced plans earlier this month to launch negotiations 
on the switch to national currencies with countries in the Association of Southeast Asian Nations, namely Cambodia, Indonesia, Laos, Malaysia, Myanmar, the Philippines, Singapore, Thailand, and Vietnam. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Hold on. The censoring Americans is a costly endeavor, which is why the following nine dark money sources, most of them based out of the United Kingdom, good, I didn't sneeze, are bankrolling the center for countering digital hate, which, along with the Joe Biden White House, is pushing to erase and the First Amendment. The Center for Countering Digital Hate, okay. By the way, infamously claimed that just 12 anti-vaxxers are responsible for almost two-thirds of anti-vaccine content circulating on social media platforms. These include names like Dr. Joseph Mercola. By the way, they have cut his funding off. They have interfered with the flow of finances through his businesses and whatever else, uh, his work, because they couldn't shut him down, so they're going to shut his money down. That's the way they act. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's how the villains act. And Robert F. Kennedy, Jr., on October 4th, 2021, the Paul Hamlin Foundation, this is the first one, a UK-based charity founded in 1972, gave the Center for Countering Digital Hate about $130,000 grant earmarked for growing the digital presence and impact of Center for Countering Digital Hate. A few weeks later, on October 20th, 2021, the Esme Fairbairn Foundation, another UK-based charity, this one founded in 1961, awarded the CCDH with about $258,000 grant earmarked towards core costs, including the salary of the head of digital, to disrupt the spread of online hate and misinformation. On January 30th, 2023, the group earmarked another $17,000 towards core costs as a cost of living uplift. And on December 11th, 2020, the Joseph Roundtree Reform Trust, a UK-based grant making Trust set up in 1904 by Quaker businessman Joseph Roundtree awarded the CCDH its oldest grant on record in the amount of $69,000 under the title Project Whistleblower to create and operate 
a secure whistleblower portal to empower internal dissidents within social media companies. Number four, the Oak Foundation and its U.S. affiliate, Oak Foundation USA, procured the CCDH with $100,000 grant earmarked with the following description, to support Center for Countering Digital Hate by shining a spotlight on digital misinformation platforms that are polluting the public discourse on issues such as climate action, women's rights, and racial equality. Number five, the Barrow Cadbury Trust, another Quaker-started UK charity, lists the CCDH on its About Us page as a funder, though the specifics of how much cash it has contributed over the years remains unknown. Number six, the Laura Kinsella Foundation of UK Charity, registered on January 6, 2012, also lists the CCDH on its About Us page as a funder, but again, no details are listed as to the amounts of money that have been contributed. Number seven, the Paris Foundation, a UK charity established in 1991 with a focus on Israel-related projects and combating anti-Semitism, has contributed about 194000 to the CCDH since 2019 and being sent between 2019 and 2020. And the remaining uh, 100,000 euros being sent between 2021 and 22. Number eight, the Hopewell Foundation, a nonprofit group managed by Arabella Advisors, a Washington, D.C. based philanthropy consulting firm, contributed $15,000 to the CCDH in 2021. Finally, the Unbound Philanthropy Attacks exempt 501c3 nonprofit organization founded in 2023 unstaffed until 2008 lists the CCDH on its about us page as being a recipient with no indication as to how much keep in mind that this is not an exhaustive list there are likely many more funding sources contributing dark money to the CCDH to keep it up and running and scouring the internet for free speech to abolish. One wonders why are these mostly UK-based entities so hell-bent on censoring the online free speech of Americans? Obviously, there is some kind of globalist web of influence at work here that works across national borders to try to stamp out the First Amendment. This is why Senator Josh Hawley, on July 18, 2021, declared the CCDH to be a foreign dark money group because this is exactly what the CCDH is, a dark money group that exists in antithesis, in antithesis to the United States Constitution. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his intervention and his adjudication learning such in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. And we want to thank the Lord for helping us. Because some of this information is hard to dig up. (laughs) Praise God. Amen. Okay. There you are. 
Brother Marshall, it's the hour of prayer. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father, for not leaving us as orphans. We certainly didn't deserve it, but we thank you for the spirit of adoption, Father. Thank you that he withheld not his own son, but gave him up for us all. How shall not also with him also freely give us all things? Thank you, Jesus, for interceding for each of us, like you talk about over in Gospel of John, chapter 17. You're interceding for each of us, John 17:20, and elsewhere, Father God, in your word. Jesus, in Hebrews chapter 7, he saves us to the uttermost to come to Heavenly Father by him. That's how we come, before the throne of grace. What is that throne of grace? That's with the blood of Jesus, that blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of evil. Why did Jesus have to hang on that tree? Because he took our cup of cursing, that we might receive his cup of blessing. And, Father God, we know we're living in the last hours, the last day, days, Father God. We don't know exactly when, but we know, Father God, at some point you're going to say, Son, go get your bride. So, Father God, the bride of Christ needs to, we need to get our wedding outfits ready, Father God. And you talk about that in Isaiah, actually. Isaiah, I think it's chapter 61. And Isaiah chapter 54. So, Father God, we need to get our, you talk about those, those, um, Ornaments. <laughs> what is the real ornament? That's the blood of Jesus on our lips and in our heart. Those are the ultimate ornaments. You're looking for the blood. And you say, when I see the blood upon the houses where you are, and if we're your house, Lord, well, no, you're not. You're the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you. You're not your own. You're bought with a price. You mean we didn't purchase ourselves? You mean we can't save ourselves and help ourselves get to heaven? No. Everything is vanity. Even the, even the preacher says that over in Ecclesiastes. It's all vanity. It's all, even in Psalm 79, or Psalm 39, excuse me, it's all vanity, Father God. All these people trying to support Ukraine, and they're, they're uh, playing the little game with the mind control. It's starting to wane, Father God. The people are starting to wake up from their long slumber, Father God. Father God, the people are starting to wake up, and we thank you, Father God, not just for the Jewish people, Father God. You said when their heart turned to the Lord, the veil should be removed. So we ask you to remove the veil from people's hearts. All these people that thought, oh, I got to get my yellow and blue flag out and support Ukraine because the terrible Russians came in and they just, and it was totally unprovoked. Was it totally unprovoked? They like the mainstream news media would like you to think it was totally unprovoked. They would like the mainstream news media would like to pretend that the CIA had nothing to do with Zelensky moving in there in 2014. No, that was just a, you know, whatever. It was just a, a tin hat theory, Father. Father, we know that you know everything that's going on. And you know what's happening to all these funds being sent by all these Western nations. And why is it? Is it all just to support the people there? You mean they're not getting the money for the food, for the troops? They're not getting the money for the armaments? You mean there's armaments being sold on the black market? We thank you for Pastor Sabrina digging up all this information, a lot of information. And she's getting it from the people who are going along with the mainstream uh, mindset on this. Oh, yes, yes, we need to support Ukraine because they were the underdog and, and Russians are terrible, awful people. Not that they were trying to uh, uh, stop people from having bioweapons right on their borders. Uh, not that they were trying to stop the, uh, the, the not the neo-Nazis, the continuation of the Nazi party, which never went away. Their symbolism even shows that. Even the mainstream news says, oh, oh, you can't show people with that, that little symbol that, that, that reminds people of, of, uh, of, of the Nazi party. Well, why is that? Why are the Ukraine army, people in the army 
not treating their own citizens very nicely, especially those that are connected with Russia. Why are they not treating them very nicely at all? Father God, and now they want to send cluster bombs that are outlawed by 120 countries to Ukraine? Why would they do that? Because the cluster bombs can cause a lot of civilian casualties. You mean some people in the United States really not care for the human beings that are in Ukraine? Or do they only want to have a place to um, launder money, some people report? I don't know if that's true. So, Father, we ask for adjudication everyone in these situations. So we come boldly before your throne of grace. Father, you gave Jesus all power in heaven and earth. It says in Matthew 28, 18. And he's going to judge everything, Father God. He's going to judge all people. We're all going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Even Joe Biden is going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And a lot of these people are clueless, Father God. Some of these people that do things that are not telling the complete truth, some of these so-called politicians not telling the full truth, Father God, it's a very, very challenging thing. Some people who call themselves Christians in various areas, in various nations, Father God, multiple nations, some of them maybe from the church from Haiti that Bacha Sabrina was alluding to earlier, not in the prayer things, but yes, she does want us to pray for the people in Haiti, Father God, and we should pray for those, Father God, and I know how the Holy Ghost moved on me. I knew nothing about Haiti after they had the earthquake some years ago. knew nothing about it at all, and I was with a bunch of guys, and only one of them I knew from before, and Father God, the Holy Ghost fell on us like, boom, like a heavy kabod, they talked about, heavy, heavy, heavy presence of the Holy Ghost, so, Father, we ask that the Holy Ghost groan through us, Father God, because you care about all the children in every nation, Father God. Yes, in Haiti. Yes, in Ukraine. You care about the people, the children in Ukraine. Some of them have been trafficked for many years, apparently. Some have been used for things unspeakable. I can't even wrap my limited understanding around those things that have been reported, Father God. But we know, Father God, it's a very, very challenging time. And you said that the where is that Father God? Jesus says he didn't come to 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 um, to blame Joe Biden or whoever. He didn't come to blame all these people. But he said it says in the end of the Gospel of John chapter twelve, Jesus said, "I'm come a light into the world. Peep, help the people to see the light, Father. It's the people who walk in darkness have seen a great light, not just in Ukraine." Every nation in the United Kingdom where they're sending all this dark money to, to uh, fight against the Second Amendment, to, uh, to fight against the First Amendment, the people to be able to just communicate freely. Why don't they want people to do that? Why do they want to call it um, a, a type of speech that needs to be censored? He said, I'm come a light into the world that, that whosoever believeth on me shall not abide in darkness. If any man hear my words and believe not, Jesus says very comfort- comfortingly, in John 12:47, I judge him not, for I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. Isn't that really nice? He came to save the world. But then he goes on in verse 48 and says, red letters, Jesus speaking, He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judgeth him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. We're getting closer to that last. We're nearer than when we first believed. For I have not spoken of myself, Jesus said, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak, and I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. So, Father, we know you've given Jesus this power and this authority to judge, because Jesus says, 
that he has all power in heaven and earth, not just on the earth, in heaven and earth. And you warned us, Father God, and you warn all the people, all these different politicians, those people that are funding all this dark money and all these things, the people that are, that are trying to take all the armament and, and shuttle them around, all the corruption that pastors are being alluded to from all these different articles she found about Ukraine in Jesus' name. And you said, John chapter 5, verse 22, Jesus speaking, red letters again. For the Father judgeth no man, but hath committed all judgment unto the Son. Who is the Son? Jesus is the Son of God. Why? Because he had the life of God in him supernaturally by the Holy Ghost. That all men should honor the Son, even as they honor the Father. Some Jewish people say, well, I just believe in God the Father. Well, yeah, but if we don't honor the Son too, then we don't honor the Father. He that honoreth not the Son, honoreth not the Father who hath sent him. Verse 24, John 5. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Hallelujah. Praise your Lord. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the hour is coming, and now is when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they that hear shall live. May people hear your voice, Lord Jesus, even in Haiti, in Ukraine, in every place, Father God. You are able to raise the dead. Praise the Lord. Raise the people that call themselves Christians that are living in fear and darkness, Father God. For as the Father has life in himself, so is he given the Son to have life in himself. Supernatural, unending life. And, and has given him authority to execute judgment. Father, you didn't make a mistake when you gave Jesus that authority to execute judgment. Also, because he is the Son of Man. Because he came in the flesh. He knows what it's like to live in the flesh and be tempted by the devil. We've read those stories over in, in uh, Matthew chapter 4 and in, in Luke chapter 4 when Jesus was fasting and he was tempted. Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in the which all that in their grave shall hear his voice. They shall come forth. They that have done good unto the resurrection of life, and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. God, and verse, 20, verse 30, I can of mine own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just, because I seek not mine own will. Where have we heard about this before? Jesus came, didn't come to do his own will. I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which has sent me. So, Father, we ask that your will be done. Just like the... that uh, we ask you to provide the needs for the ministry where they're ministering, Father. Sorry about that, Saints. I started to pray, and I forgot to turn it back on. Uh, somehow we've lost Brother Marshall and his connection, but, Father, we come into agreement with the prayers. We thank you, Lord, for the adjudications of the Godhead. We thank you that you've heard all that we've done this week and even more, and that you're ready to move that you're ready to move. So we thank you for what you will do and the manner in which you will do it and the outcome that will be presented in Jesus' name. We give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor in Jesus' name. Thank you. 
Whoa!